1: It's yeah. funny because in the chat they're talking about Andy <laughs> Ludwig. They're talking about Andy Ludwig and uh, his uh, buyout at Utah. Look, man, this is Notre Dame. I don't care what his buyout is. That's chump change. Does a Notre Dame alum walking around with that?
2: Hey, we can we can find some money now. We got a lot of couches in these Notre Dame alumni houses that got some pocket change in it. And that's pocket change get can pay a couple mortgages with the pocket change in the in the couches of some of these alumni.
1: I think the next thing the Chiefs have to sign Chris Jones. They have to uh, extend him, but that's really the only deal. <laughs> Guys like Frank Clark eventually. And shout out to Frank Clark. Shout out to Frank Clark. I did not know, and this goes back to you never know what people are dealing with when you're watching them play. Had no clue that during the week leading up to the game that Frank Clark lost his dad. And if you haven't had an opportunity to see his interview on the field after the game with uh, Shrakes from the NFL Network, man, yo, having a grown man there weeping, saying, man, I just wish he could have just been alive to just watch me today. And to have to deal with that in prep- preparation and go out there and, Yo, like, you just never know. You just never know.
2: Yeah, that's tough, man. You just man. never
1: know. You know, and that's why, you know, I have a lot of empathy for guys because you never know what's going on in their personal lives. I know we see them as heroes and Herculean athletes and the performances that they put forth. You know, we root for them and our emotions go up and down with them. But at the end of the day, they're human beings, and you never know what they're going through. And this man, three four days before the Super Bowl, gets a call like, "Man, dad is dad is gone." Yeah. And yo, know, so our prayers to Frank Clark, our prayers to his family, and this man just won a Super Bowl. Now he's got to go bury his father. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like. I don't even know if he – I'm sure he celebrated last night.
2: But he probably was a mess, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: It probably hurt worse winning. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That's why – Bro, you know how it is for us chocolate brothers, man. Like, you know, when we start crying, it looks like we just sweating a lot on our face. It just stands out on our face, bro. And that's how he looked. He just finished the game. He had perspiration on his forehead. Like you could tears. tell the
2: sweat from the tears for sure. Dude,
1: he looked like he had Vaseline all over his face. With confetti coming down. It was crazy. And it was like just You would have like, thought it
2: was raining if you turned the sound off. Or something. <laughs> the way he was making it just so he like, damn man, is this a sad movie or the Super Bowl, yo, man? It's yo.
1: crazy. And that's man. that's something the team has to deal with. It means you go to their
2: height. You know, and then you you see your man. You like see your man in the corner,
1: right, She's right, balling. right. And then the full organization, I'm sure, is going to go to the services.
2: Yeah, to I mean,
1: so support. So, man, that's why I always say love on, especially the people around you, man. Because you just you just never know. Life is way too short. It's way too short. Lucky lefty. Podcast. We have a couple of more super chats. Uh, let's see. Tim B. We answered that question. Connor Nepper said Jack, all gonna be I. Right. Connor, I man, what? Let me know what you're referring to.
3: I think he says since he stands
1: leaving. Oh, um, yeah. If you're talking about that, yeah. Robert Jaworski, thank you for the super chat. Good show. Do you think Andy Heck will leave the Chiefs?
3: For Notre Dame? Why
1: wouldn't he? I mean, it's Notre Dame. If Notre Dame called Andy Heck, he would listen. Yeah, I think he would listen. Absolutely. Thank you for the super chat, Joe. Great show, and you guys chop it up like no other. So Ludwig made a little over 800k last year. Money shouldn't be an issue. Hire Ludwig now. Got to change the narrative. Man, if he only made 800k last year, he man, he's definitely getting a, a bump up in salary. At Notre Dame. Yeah, he
2: leaving, he's leaving because of salary issues at that point. 800k. You know? It's I'm professors, sure,
1: man. Sure. It's professors at Notre Dame making
2: 800k, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. What? I'm pretty sure uh, our strength coaches Bayless is making more than that. <laughs> you know, Give that man any luck with some respect, man. Eight hundred K, Truman dumel,
1: Thank you for two super chats. How are the best candidates to replace he and also Golden if that happens? Maybe, uh, maybe you meant who? Who are the best candidates? Um, Andy Heck would be a great one. And I think honestly, I think that's going to be a conversation between Marcus Freeman and the offensive coordinator higher. I think that becomes part of the process, you know, and the interview process. So I think it'll be a joint effort. Ultimately, Marcus Freeman will make the final decision, but I would give the new OC that liberty to bring in his show some line love,
2: coach. man. We gotta show some love, man. We got we got some money opening up.
1: Absolutely. Another super chat. Hopefully we can get Byron Leftwich and P.S. My Jets looking good if we get Lamar Jackson. Hey, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers. Man, if the Jets get a quarterback, they should be all good without question. All they need is a quarterback. I agree. I agree. Your Jets will be all good. So thank you, everybody, for your comments. Left. Freshman met with the media along with grad transfers, and one of those grad transfers was a guest on our show, Thomas Harper, nickel, free safety. We had fun talking to him. He had yet to get on campus, and he was waiting to get on campus. We gave him some nice food uh, spots to hit up while he was there. But he talked about adjusting to Notre Dame, bro. I had to throw him on the petty train earlier.
4: Now, let me see if you agree. <laughs> it's Thomas Harper, man. It's definitely a lot. I mean, you have to go to class here, and it's, I mean, you, you're going to earn the degree. And, uh, and I mean, I kind of appreciate that. Uh, and then as far as football, weight wise it's, it's just a different type of a lift, a different type of um, strategy, I guess, when it comes to working out and lifting. And, and I, mean, I think it'll be beneficial for me being uh, on both sides of the fence and having had both, uh, both types of training. Um, it's definitely a lot. I mean, you have to go to class here, and it's, I mean, you, you're going to earn the degree, and, uh, and I mean, I kind of appreciate that, uh, and then as far as football, weight room-wise, it's, it's just a different type of a lift, a different type of, um, strategy, I guess, when it comes to working out and lifting, and, and I'm mean, not thinking it'll be beneficial for me being, uh, on both sides of the fence, and having had both, uh, both types of training.
1: Yo.
3: He didn't have to throw.
2: Hey, it's not for everybody. (laughs) The man said, oh, you have to be a student athlete for real here. (laughs) Student first, you got to. It was so much of a slip. He went from, oh, you got to go to class to it really meaning you got to earn this scholarship. (laughs) He said, oh, you just don't get handed a certificate when you walk out. It's like you got to actually go to the class and learn something. Apply yourself, and then you you go earn that degree. So I can appreciate that I work for it. And then he was like the weight room. He said I, I wasn't used to really making tacos because we didn't lift that much in the Big Twelve. He said we got some different methods of doing it. <laughs> yeah, welcome to a real program. That's what you get. That's where you at. That's where you at a real program, all around, <laughs> wholesome. <laughs> you can tell. You could tell
1: that Harp was like first day of class was like you know what I don't feel like going, man. I don't feel like going, and you got a call like two minutes after class supposed to start, and somebody in the office like, "Yo, yo, you, you, why it? you not in class?" He's like, "Oh he man, like, like y'all, he's like, Coach,
2: like, Coach, Co- <laughs> Co- <laughs> Co- I'm a I'm a fifth year. What you?" He's like, "Look, man." You still gotta go to school, like the rest of us. And the GA be like, "Man, you where you at? Cause you supposed to be in class with me." <laughs> and Marcus Freeman said, "This will happen." So I gotta be your first week guide of the, of the, of the school. Let you know, yeah, we really go to school here.
3: <laughs>
2: he was like, he "Wait a minute, y'all! Y'all actually check? Y'all actually check attendance?" <laughs> he 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 definitely went to that locker room. And everybody about to go to class. He said, "Wait, you all go? Y'all actually go?" And the locker room got empty real quick. And he was standing there with his, with his fresh book bag in his hand. Everybody left him. They said, I got, I got class, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. He like, all of y'all going somewhere? Oh man, y'all gotta earn y'all thing around
3: here.
2: <laughs> hey, that's just the perfect example you should play for all transfers in the future. This ain't for everybody. You you're gonna be surprised that we actually require you to do the student athlete things that you signed for. Because it's more than just winning. Winning ain't even good enough at Notre Dame, unfortunately. You damn near got to win the championship. Anything other than a championship, it's like, You're man, right. you better go get to class. Respect,
1: to get respect <laughs> on that campus, yeah, you definitely have to get, like, oh, y'all win 10-2? and two? Like, man, all right. These books, I ain't giving though. you my homework. <laughs> These books, though, right?
2: <laughs> right. So you, you definitely got to bring your 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 share to the potluck. If you want any chance of uh, you know, you're gonna get that full experience. Once you get in, you're getting a full experience. Now, whether you're ready for it is a whole other thing. So, you know, I'm telling you, uh, Marcus Freeman knows who he's recruiting, and the guys that don't know about to know. And and for the first week for Thomas Harper to just <laughs> be so honest, I think he wasn't really expecting the first week to be for real.
1: <laughs> he's like, Yeah, yeah, I mean, you you got you gonna earn
2: that, you're gonna earn that degree here. <laughs> He said, you're going to live, and you're going to earn that degree. And that's the two things I did not know was oh, as man. advertised in that brochure. I split, I skipped through that. <laughs> I got to seeing 10 wins and got excited. I didn't know that to get 10 wins, you got to go to class. Who, who knew that?
1: He walked in for some extra lifts, and the attendants for the gym were like, "Uh, oh, the gym is off limits for the next two hours. Like Everybody's in yeah, class. Yeah,
2: dude, we got uh, you supposed to be – Every and it's funny because all the coaches on the same page, so they all looking like, Why why, why am I looking at you in here? <laughs> I shouldn't be seeing you right here.
3: <laughs> oh man,
2: so that's Notre Dame for you. So, what a great story!
1: <laughs> oh man, that was the best, absolutely. So, I have done, I have uh coined the phrase John the Baptist. Because Jean Baptiste the transfer from Ohio State, I fully expect him to baptize quarterbacks all year long. So left, I I call him John the Baptist, and he spoke to. Yeah, the he media better definitely
2: be. He better be John the Baptist out there baptizing people, man. Because it's it's we need a we need electric force on that D line. And bringing a guy from Ohio State, you're going to have expectations. I know Marcus Freeman's going to have expectations. So don't come over here, you know, being another guy because that's not what we need. <laughs> Tim B. said he might be Lindsey 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that first interview was a good one, too.
1: Yeah, well, you know, man. We well, <laughs> she was with another one. How can we prevent another Peyton Bourne situation where he's staying and Reese leaving? Scenarios with Gerby Lambert. I mean
2: look, I think Pate Bourne is just
1: he was Pay Bourne, Bourne was a liar. And if Gerby <laughs> Lambert he's, if Gerby yeah, Lambert's a liar, there's that. nothing you can do about that. There's nothing you can do about people lying. Like I'm tired of talking about that situation. Peyton Bourne is a flat out liar. He's a flat out liar. He probably learned it from his pops, who was leading the charge the whole time. He's a liar. Yeah. That's it. We're done. I'm done with that. I'm de- hey. I had to go all the way. He's a liar, and I hate to say that about a young man, but he's a liar. He's he a lied liar. to everybody. He lied to everybody involved. Everybody. He's a liar. Period. Just liar. Damn. Nothing else be said, dude. And so I can't <laughs> even put that. That has nothing to do with who's coaching. That's just who he is. Joe Papiti, thanks for the super chat. But wait, imagine actually being in class and being like, what in the actual hell are they talking about? Thomas Harper. Man. Thomas Harper's probably like, wait a minute, even the classes are different here. Like He said,
2: I haven't seen this real class setting since freshman year, since my first big game at Oklahoma State. I haven't seen a classroom since my first big game at Oklahoma State, and I didn't expect to go back.
1: <laughs> man. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. That Thomas Harper, Thomas Harper situation is, is wild. So my boy, Christian Gray, freshman defensive back, <laughs> left. He talked about his playing weight. Now this is funny. This is funny. Check it out.
5: Um, I'm trying I want to get to one ninety. But um, in the weight room, they got me at 180 right now for my weight. Christian, I know you've only been here a
4: month, but have you had a moment that sort of reassured you, like, this is why I
5: came to Notre Dame? Every time in the weight room, that's why. Uh, Coach Bayless and all, like, he just reminded me every time why I chose Notre Dame. I chose hard because I want to be great. Like, I want to be this humble man, this this great man that came out of Notre Dame. You
1: smiling. You like that. Look at Hey, we hey, we know how to
2: recruit them. We, <laughs> I knew you. I knew we, you gonna like that. I knew it. We, I knew. Look at you. Know how to recruit, Cause you know the thing is, not only are we good men, we could you could we could take us take take our kids, and you could go anywhere you want to any 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 young lady's house, and we would be impressive. That's the type of kids Marcus Freeman is recruiting. Would you? Would I let you date my daughter? And and then he gets these great responses from guys, but he gets guys like Christian Gray, who. Are very aware of who they are as a player. Just like Ben Morrison. He's very aware as a player of who he is. Jaden Mickey's the same way. Mm. They know who they are, and they don't need the validation of a NIL, of a of a super cool hot tub in the in the players' room. He's really got a core group of guys with Mike Mickens. That's strictly about getting better and developing as a total human being.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: Marcus Freeman sold that man the biggest bill of goods you can, and he bought it, and he and it's working, and it's working.
1: Now, he was also asked about what's been the toughest part of transitioning for him and some of the best advice he's got, which goes into what you just said, left.
5: Without being my mom, like I always be with her because I'm a mama's boy and everything, so... <laughs> I just, uh, I miss her, so that's the, I think that was the hardest transition for her.
4: How often do you get a chance to talk to her?
5: Every day, every day and every chance I get. So I'll be calling her every night. <laughs> she be sleepy. like, what, Christian? I'll be like, I just miss you, mom. So, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what advice has she been
5: giving you? Um, To stay humble, stay me. Stay this goofy, Christian-grade, this, this smart, intelligent man. And uh, just... Just work. Just work harder than anybody else. Hey, Notre Dame all, is
2: number one in re, Notre Dame is number one in recruiting moms.
1: Oh, and always. always. And that's what we get. Oh, if we recruited like, moms, one man? No, Notre Dame would have 10 five stars every year. If Notre Dame was just recruiting moms. It wouldn't even be close. We
2: t- it wouldn't <laughs> even be close. His mom's so happy with what Marcus Freeman did. She's like, boy, if you don't go to school, I'm right here. Let, let, we, I did my job. I got you at the right place. I can sleep good at night. You with Marcus Freeman up there at Notre Dame. You're good, son. I love you. They recruited me. I, I was sold. I committed, you committed. Let's do it. That's you know? a that phone call like, son, I gotta go to work in the morning.
1: <laughs> so unless this is something that you really, if, something, if I, need to, I need to send you something, you need some money, <laughs> What's wrong? Otherwise, we can talk tomorrow. I gotta go to work. I gotta be up at five in the morning. <laughs> I got grown thing to do
2: tomorrow. You just want to hang out. Come on, right. baby. Right. You want to sit I, up on I, the phone. The I seen the, the touchdown Jesus and all of the your, your amenities. I seen them.
1: <laughs> he's he's definitely missing the home cooked meals. He's definitely missing the home cooked meals. St. Louis kid, mom, you know, she has two kids. Daughter goes to Ohio State as an athlete and Christian at Notre Dame. So, you know, the second child always gets it worse. You know, she probably was a little bit more emotional when her first child went to college. Now she's used to it. So now after, the you know, dropping him off and going through the initial emotion, his mom is back to, man, look, I got to live life. I got to go to work. Look, text me. You could have texted this in the morning. You could have called me early in the morning, like you calling me at ten, eleven o'clock at night, to tell me I miss and you. And I'm sure when he gets
2: older, he's gonna be, it's gonna be a less and less, you know. how How are gonna start? And then, love that's, that's the difference. Then
1: mom is gonna have a problem. Mom is gonna have a problem. Like I didn't talk
2: to you yesterday. Junior What's year, up? right? Yeah. We missed our time. What happened? To- right, right. Oh, you oh, you was busy, you was hanging with your friend. Oh, okay. Well, don't forget about your mom. You know, I know you're about to be an NFL great. You're about to be drafted first, second round, but don't forget about your mom. Facts. You know.
1: Facts. Lucky Lufty Podcast, man. Now, look, bro, this kid, I didn't know had this much much personality. I didn't. I didn't. I knew Christian Gray had personality. Uh, I knew a lot of the kids in the twenty three class had personality because that was kind of the eff- effervescent character of that class, right? But Devin Houston, man, he's another kid. He's Canadian. Think. You know, they got
2: DeGrassi up there. Dude. He got all the personality.
1: You know what? He might end up being the Drake of this this program, bro. I'll break that down to you. But this is Devin. This is Devin Houston. His intro.
4: heard that it's very, very tiring. I mean, <laughs> just the day to day. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, getting up early. Um, not so much late nights. The one thing I will say is I've been going to bed the earliest I've ever have in my life right now. Um, like 9, 30, 10 o'clock type um uh bedtimes but um yeah no it's great overall though i really like it and then did your brother give you any valuable advice before you got here yeah um main thing he said was just stay the course i mean um embrace who you are um embrace the challenges embrace the struggles everything and just um stay grounded in who you are and have confidence in yourself and and yeah stay the course
1: hey bro I can tell you what happened. This is how we spin it different. This is why we're the best, in my opinion, bro. Let's break down what that young man really said, dude. Right? Because he's one of those night owls. It's obvious. Matt Bayless is yeah, kicking yeah, his yeah. butt. Matt Bayless is kicking Oh, his yeah. That's, that's what Matt I'm Bayless. saying. He's like,
2: he like so for some reason, it get late, and I just can't stay up. This <laughs> dude, wait a minute. That dude
1: has fallen asleep at least twice at his desk. Sitting straight up. He's
2: falling asleep in class for sure. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. For sure. He's falling asleep yeah. in class. And he yeah. used to that. He like, man, what is going on? Because <laughs> because I'm telling it's 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 yes. when the excitement passes after the third workout. And you realize you're like, oh my god, I'm really lifted and not feeling good the next morning. <laughs> and I gotta do it again. <laughs> And it's six in the morning every day, so you're like, "This is this this can't be what it's like all the time." Dude, the spring is not easy. This, definitely it's definitely way stupid. different than the summer. He's definitely <laughs> scared himself at least
1: once. You know how you wake up and you scare yourself because you have no clue what time it is or what day it is
2: because he fell asleep <laughs> at eight thirty. He I woke up like, "Oh my god, I'm like <laughs> Am I late for workout? He probably thought it was the next and morning. He fell asleep with the TV on, homework, half finished, beats playing all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> he fell asleep in his clothes. He got back from the cafeteria and training room, whatever. Facts. It takes, it takes about two, three weeks before you like, man, I, I got the routine. But you don't – the sense of time is all off. When it, You you just know when that sun up and when that sun go down, you go down. and then. <laughs> Do don't throw sense. in, don't throw in no semester homework, no projects, no papers. Cause he's gonna come back and be like, ah, right, hey, listen. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I get the full experience. answer, right? <laughs> oh he's gonna come up there and be like, Did you know this really only 24 hours in a day? I don't know how they'd be able to get all this done
1: <laughs> in, in one day. <laughs> Gino said, I bet he fell asleep in the South Dining Hall.
2: Like it almost is like, Man, do I ever have tests to go? See, hang with real friends because you know, when your first couple of nights there, you're like, Oh, this is college, so I don't have to go back to my room, I do whatever, but no, nah, you're going,
1: oh, nah, bro, to- you better go get you that go.
2: rest, bro. <laughs> hey, I'll see you in the morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, for Notre Dame specifically, is definitely a little different than what you would think, like a Jesus Shuttlesworth recruiting trip, man, <laughs> on a normal day at college, it looks like. Man, Lucky
1: Lovey Podcast. I think we'll end it right here, Left. Lucky Lovey Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Lucky Lefty Podcast on our YouTube page. Leave five stars, leave your comments. We respond to all. So, Lucky Lefty Podcast, you already know we spin it different. Um, uh, Look, Devin Houston, you've been begging for swag on this team for a long time, Left. And I think that's what we saw with Christian Gray. He has swag and personality. Devin Houston has swag and personality. And he was actually asked about that personality and his dancing skills. You know, he is a great dancer. He actually choreographs, is taking classes. He said it helps with his ability and his footwork, you know, and his pass rush and his skills on the defensive line. But he was asked whether or not he would have a celebration ready for his sacks at Notre Dame. This is what he has to say.
4: Oh, you're gonna see everything. <laughs> you're gonna see everything. Um, mainly hip hop though, cause you know, I'm a hip hop guy, uh, but you're gonna see everything. Definitely gonna pay attention to what's hot at the moment and everything. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be great. Would you say you're the best dancer already on the team or it's really the tell? We haven't had um, a, a dance off or anything like that, but I know the guys rock with my moves, so I mean, Hopefully. Um, yeah, everybody got a little something to him, so who knows? Yeah. It's the way you say, yeah. yeah don't, be bringing like, all
2: that, don't be bringing all that Canada down here, man. As long <laughs> as you ain't doing no big dude body rolling. Uh, <laughs> no, dude, wait, no, 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 no. The big dude body roll is classic, though. You got to get one. Baby.
1: You got to get one in. him, Dude, that's classic. He has to get one big man body roll in. That's classic. That's classic. You got to get one. You say that one for like a big sack in the game. That's just classic.
2: I just know that he's going to be giving us a show, and Marcus Freeman going to be like, "Hey, tone that down now, tone that down." <laughs> he go, he gonna pull out his best move. I think he could do it. I mean, I well, I haven't been around a teammate that was so open and confident about their dance move. We had guys that could dance, but he up there like, "Yeah, I can't wait till somebody challenged me in that locker room to dance." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man low key Super Bowl 57 was the best collection of touchdown celebrations I've seen in the Super Bowl. Like I enjoyed every celebration. I was like, oh, they bringing it today?" They bring yeah. it. today. That cat Travis yeah. Kelsey, gave us the stankiest stanky leg of all time. The stankiest.
2: I'm glad he was like, "Woo." Do you ever do you ever find it funny how, you know, outside of us Everybody loves our throwback stuff, from songs to dances. They, yeah. Stinky leg was two thousand two. No, but Travis, he, Travis, but Travis,
1: can, but Travis kills the stinky leg though.
2: He kills it like it was two thousand twelve.
1: Absolutely. but it's, it's, it's still it's, banging. It's, it's classic. Eleven years, it's classic. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for somebody to re- return a kick and do the uh, the soldier boy like Devin Hester used to do it. <laughs> Just you, I'm just I'm ready. Because you know it's coming back. It's coming back. I think that's what makes the music and, and everything great. Because dropped at the right time and executed the right way.
2: But Rihanna was mid though.
1: She's Rihanna's all right. Super Bowl performance was mid. She was all right. What did you expect? She does she doesn't dance, dude. She I doesn't expect her dance. To-
2: all right. Well, she never, album, like, maybe you've
1: concert. never seen. Maybe you've never seen her in concert, and that's Rihanna on the
2: Album needs to dance then. If she Rihanna has that long to get that type of performance,
1: does she have? I don't think she has an album coming out. Does she? She said she was working on new music coming out. Oh well, she already has two classic albums, in my opinion. Are that's you saying classic
2: because she hasn't released anything outside of those?
1: No, no, no. Anti was classic. Now, we can debate anything else, but Anti was a classic album. Anti and was a classic, okay. And I'm not Anti. even a Rihanna fan. I got up on Rihanna and sitting in the barbershop like, yo, who is that? Wait a minute, this is Anti, real? Every
2: song on Anti, you can you can play it through. You can every song on
1: Anti was banging. Every song on that album was banging. Every one. And she's been gone for seven years, right? It didn't seem like that long. Seven no, years? She no,
2: been, she's been gone for, for a good minute, for show.
1: That's crazy. Like, that's really crazy. That's really crazy. So, those were your grad transfers and your freshmen. I like the swag that the 23 class is bringing to the Notre Dame team, man. And for their first time meeting the media, they had a smile on their face. And uh, hopefully they can keep that smile over the next few years as they play. That's right. For
3: the fighting Irish.
1: left i guess we have to give them two additions today because i went at the nfl today that was absolutely atrocious That field yesterday was ridiculous
2: that's because they overly painted the, the the like the super bowl marks and stuff man i don't care
1: what they did Eight hundred thousand <laughs> for that crap man you know what time it is
0: oh!
1: Petty Junction, pettiest Story of the Day, brought to you by Nora Whiskey at norahwhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey at norahwhiskey.com. Left. You know I had to put my boy on the Petty train, bro. No.
2: Oh. Patrick Mahone scene What you
6: smoking on tonight? I'm smoking on that Philly blunt tonight. Yeah, that Philly blunt, you know, just chilling out, hanging out, man. Hey, great game. It was a great game. Take me through your emotions watching that game. How incredible was that? (laughs) Well, it's surreal, man. I mean, uh, your son gets to realize his dream, you know, a couple of times, you know, and this kind of solidifies, you know, his place and everything. So, you know, he's going to go out there and play the game the way it's supposed to be played. I mean, the way he was taught. So... You know, it's all good. Was there ever a doubt? Were you worried at all? No, man. You know, when he went down, he's come up limping a little bit. I, I got a little concerned. But uh, once he gave me the okay, he, he gave me the thumbs up. I knew he was good, so I knew we'd be okay. Let everybody at home know who the Super Bowl champs are uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. And we're going to do this thing again, so don't worry about it. Give everybody one puck. Come on, sir. Oh, one dime on that Philly blood. <laughs> Cuban stocks, Cigar. That's what I'm smoking <laughs> on.
2: <laughs> he's way more. He's way more entertaining than John Morant's dad. John oh, Ryan, better dad. than T. Morant, fact. He just, yeah, he think he. he, think he, he well, wait a minute. His son actually wins titles. But man, just imagine your son is Patrick Mahomes. Man, you the you the smoothest brother in the stadium. He's like, man. Listen, I knew my. Did son you see?
1: Have you seen? It's on my uh, IG story. Have you seen when they finally saw each other and hug, that conversation? His dad like, him dude. Yeah, like Pat was like in tears. Like tell like telling know. his dad like, "Yo, I love you. I love you." And Pat Mahomes scene said, "You different, man." <laughs> you different. Like, exactly. man, I man it's I, I was, like I, I had to put it on my story like, "Yo, this is incredible." Incredible.
2: This,
1: this like for the game and all of that, there was nothing better than that moment for those two.
2: Yeah, on that day, I mean, his dad probably is overjoyed, man. You get your son out there, and then Pat is just living up his dad's, you know, legacy in a way, you know. Man, it's great to see.
1: Need more of that. I still have to put him on the petty train though. That guy, <laughs> that, <laughs> Billy Blanc. that Billy Blunt, that Billy Blunt. So, Lef, have you ever heard of a cheerleader being ejected from a basketball
2: game? <laughs> I have it. <laughs> well, here we go.
5: So, he's kind of made his prison field in the plank tonight. And Terry kind of nails both free throws. Layup open no good. By Thompson. On, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, um, the Alabama a and coach—he's—he's he's fussing, he's fussing and cussing. Yeah. and coach is coach is kind of losing it over here as he feels like.
2: What
5: is going on? And they're calling security, not sure what's going on. And they're going to put one of the cheerleaders out of the game, it seems.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No way. Um, 2023 is that serious. Look at it. Look at it.
5: It's getting real heated here at R.W. Harrison Company. They got the the whole, look at all the people. And they're going the to escort one of the Chile out. They say one of the chili to walked onto the court. Oh, and
3: they're going to say she has to go.
2: Oh, man. See, that's the thing about us. We don't care where we at. It don't, it don't make no difference.
1: The commentators
2: hey, Bill, hey, Bill. know. Shout out hey, to the know.
1: student Their brothers know. Shout out to the student commentators.
2: <laughs> Yo,
1: Their Alabama. and cussing.
2: They go. They go. Jess over there doing the most. Gonna have to go so, get her out of here.
1: If we can show it again, we'll show you. This is Alabama. Um, Alabama and M against Mississippi Valley State. And as we show it again, so you can see the kind of free throw. The they circle thing, right? cheerleader the cheerleader. She's going through a celebration though. kick and she's bumped by the player. Right? So she didn't like it. So she waits for them to come he's back down court. No Wait,
2: yeah, really waited for him. She waits for them to days. come look, back look, look, down look. court.
1: And she's looking. Timeout. And she's about to approach the player that messed up her kick. Like, yo, you messed me up. Even though he was legally taking the ball out of bounds. So she's approaching him. He pushes him. Says something to him. And she gets ejected from the game.
2: Like, what are we doing? Come on. You got to be defending your pride all the time like that? Bro. The
1: man can't even do his job. I've never in my life seen anything like this, man. I've never seen a cheerleader thrown out of a basketball game for walking on the court and making contact with an opposing player
2: and and having a real attitude about it,
1: but leave it up to the swack
2: <laughs> only in the swag. <laughs> leave
1: it up to the swack to make history boy that.
2: She was really mad. No, like it was like he interrupted in the basketball that. game going on. It was it a was free, free throw celebration, celebration. It needs to be seen, and you messed that up, dog. Oh, At your basketball game,
1: man, he messed up her celebration for the free throw, and she just had to let him know, "Don't do that again. <laughs> don't don't mess no. up my don't yeah. mess up no, my celebration was, again."
2: Yeah, it was like, "Don't don't come down here and act brand new." Don't take the ball out like you're
1: supposed to. How dare you take the ball out? You saw me. You saw my celebration.
2: Oh, Lord, look, Hey, it's about respect nowadays, man. You can't just be, even the cheerleaders are demanding it. now. Lucky
1: lefty. Great show. Thank you everybody for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more information tomorrow. We'll hear from Jaden Osbury. Um, Ben Minich, and others, the young players. And we'll dig more into the Andy Lutwig, and more than likely we're going to play the interview with Salt Lake Tribune, beat reporter that covers the Utah Utes, Josh Newman, tomorrow. All right, so we'll get back with you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks for tapping in. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. I want to make sure, yes, we did have some more Super Chats come in. Truman Dumel said, Real talk is lucky, lucky up for any awards. Y'all are simply super dope. Super duper dope. Literally every show is an Einstein class on Notre Dame football. Merci, guys. Thank you, bro. We appreciate it. And then Joe Papiti left. Legit question. Do they room freshmen with up upperclassmen?
2: Do they move freshmen up? What does that mean?
1: Do they room our freshmen? Oh, oh no, no, no. no. You, uh, they-
2: no, you get your you get your uh, one of your classmates. I don't even think you decide which one of your of your classmates you get moved up with. Usually it'd be somebody in the same position room, or uh, you know if you guys are in the same area something they'll group you. Uh, but you know I was fortunate I came in with uh, James Onawalu as an early enrollee, so it wasn't hard to decide. You know.
1: Yeah, and as we had one of our chatters say. Uh, I was saving this to the end of the show. Rest in peace to Dave, a.k.a. True God of uh, De La so. Um.
2: Yeah, rest in peace.
1: That just came out of nowhere, bro. And it's funny because when I saw the performance, the buddy performance, performance at the Grammys, um, the fact that he wasn't on stage, definitely. Stuck out to me, but kudos to them, the family and everyone involved, man, our prayers and our thoughts go out towards you. That's right. And entire De La Soul fan base. And it's funny because their music is finally about to be streamed on all platforms after fighting with Tommy boy for years. And, you know, 54 is definitely way too young, way too young. So for left, left, We'll see you guys tomorrow. Josh Newman, tomorrow morning, right here, Salt Lake Tribune, Utah Utes. Talking Andy Ludwig right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Have a great evening.